Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Hey Kieran. Yeah. The old man is a horse that can actually fly. And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to this show. This adventure show, that's right, I'm carrying stuff over from last episode. Because that is a spoiler. It certainly is. Because what we do on this show is we look at all the promotional material for upcoming Hollywood blockbusters. And then we attempt to predict as much of the plots of those movies as humanly possible. Therefore, potentially spoiling it for you, the dear listener. You could say that's right. And if you want to put one of our previous plot predictions to the test, you can do so because currently now streaming on Netflix is the Dave Bautista vehicle, Zack Snyder, Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. You can go watch that movie. You can listen to our show, see how watch close. It from the safety of your armchair. True, true. From your own home. How That's exciting. Right. And then you can download our podcast, listen to that episode and see how close we got to the actual movie itself. And it's quite appropriate that you say that because this episode, we're not predicting the plot of a movie. It's another installment of our sister show, I suppose, Actual Spoilers, where we look at a movie that we predicted in the past and see how well we did compared to the actual movie. Mm. Another and- movie you can stream as well. That's right, you can stream it right now. I think any of these episodes are all streamable. Any of the movies that we cover in these episodes are all streamable. But what we're looking at this week is Jumanji The Next Level. How well did we do in that one? You already look nervous, Matty D. We have a lot to talk about. Yes, we We do. We have a lot to unpack with this episode. We certainly do. Now, we've actually said in the past several times that this is probably the worst prediction we've ever done. And so now we're here today to find out if that's actually true. So, this was a movie that we teamed up to do together. So, Matty D and I both put our heads together and came up with all of the plot points together. Uh, And (laughs) we thought that might help us. Yes. We looked at this plot. We were like, we don't know what's going to happen here. So, maybe we can bounce off each other and the ideas we can come up with, maybe we'll figure out what's going to happen in the movie. Now, did that actually happen? Time will tell by the end of this episode. I'm not too confident, but that was the idea. We don't actually know. We don't actually know if we got more right than wrong. So what we typically do is we'll go away and do our plot separately. And then when we come back to explore it on actual spoilers, I will cover everything that Matty D predicted. And then he'll cover everything that I predicted. And we'll award points for things that we got correct. But when we work on a plot together, what we do is we take it away. We create a ratio of what we got right compared to what we got wrong. So Matty D had the daunting, the absolutely daunting task of tallying up everything that we got wrong while I got the daunting task (laughs) Of collecting everything that we got right, basically. Yes. Which one of us has a very short list and which one of us has a very long list? There definitely is one of us has a longer list than the other. Now, before we start exploring how well we did, how well do you think the movie did overall? Look, I think it did okay. I mean, they they really did their work when it came to promoting this movie, so it would have made a lot of money. So let's not forget that Charlie's Angels, the movie that we covered, 2019's Charlie's Angels made $7 million in the box office. This is the benchmark, right? Charlie's yeah. Angels is the benchmark. you got to get higher than that. So did it get higher than $7 million? Yeah, I reckon it did. Much higher or maybe just a little bit no, higher? No, I think it did much higher. I mean, like when you look at it, look at the star power of Dwayne Johnson, look at the star power of Jack Black and Kevin Hart. They promoted this movie so heavily on social media, so I think it made a lot of money. Okay. Can you throw a figure out there and how much was Charlie's Angels? Seven million. Uh like fifteen million? Fifteen million. That's a very good guess, Manny D. Because the movie actually made eight hundred million dollars worldwide, making it one of the top ten highest grossing sequels of twenty nineteen. Wow, did a lot better than I thought. It made a shitload of money, Matty D. They're definitely gonna be making a third one. <laughs> a third one in this universe, technically a fourth one overall. Yeah. I tried to play it safe and go low. <laughs> you played it a little bit too safe there. All right, let's talk about how we did. Now, 
I think we typically like to get the bad news out of the way first. I think that's I think that's good. And I think we've got a lot of bad news. We're, we're a positive to put show on the table. So you covered everything we got wrong. So let's dive straight into that. Yeah, yeah. I can, I downloaded. I could barely look. I went down. I sat down. I watched this movie. Downloaded. Well, I guess I streamed it, so I didn't really download. Oh it. yeah. Did you see it in cinemas? By the way. No. I never saw it in cinemas. Right. You watched it recently for our 100th episode. Yeah, I've seen it before then as well. Oh, okay. I think yep. I watched it for, for 100? For our 100th episode? That's literally what I just said. What did you say? I thought you said for fun. No, I said for our 100th episode. Well, yes. <laughs> yes, I did. And I forgot a lot about this movie. Yeah, me too. I had to rewatch it this weekend as well. And I forgot everything we said. So I yep. was kind of thinking we did okay. Yeah, that's what I, I was thinking. Then I watched the movie and I was like, maybe we did okay. And then I listened to the podcast and was like, oh boy, it was very enlightening. So let's go straight into what we got wrong. So first thing, oh boy, <laughs> we had this idea that they were going to introduce glitches in the computer yeah, game. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We were like so smart, so smug. And we thought, you know what? They're going to do something different in this movie that we haven't seen before. Mm. What a good concept. He's built the console, as in Spencer's built the console. He hasn't built it right, so glitches are happening and it's creating a new conflict within the world of Jumanji. Nope. That does not happen. Not even a hint of that happening. All. Not even the slightest chance of that happening at all in the movie. It's the same movie again. I mean, obviously, they changed the plot of it, changed the the antagonist, but yep, no glitches. We thought that was a good idea, but no, that does not happen. That's one thing we got wrong. Now, I'm not sure if this is something you covered, but something that I thought was important to point out was that we presumed that the kids were still in high school. I get to that. Okay. (laughs) I get to that. I'm glad you covered that. I'm glad that you said that now because... We were thinking that they're teenagers. That's my next point. Right. But they're all—they're all early twenties college kids. That's right. So they're, oh all, they're all adults. They're all adults. Why did we think that? I don't know. Why? Because they were in late high school in the first movie. <laughs> it makes so. no sense. I. It's such a stupid thing to think, but yes, yes. we were wrong. It was totally our bad as they well. Were, we can't blame the movie for that. They're adults. They're adults in the movie. They're all starting off high school. Not high school. They're all starting off university, yep. college, whatever, starting their new careers. So, no, they were not children. <laughs> Next thing we said, we thought there'd be a dream sequence to start off with. This yep. was something I pitched. No. And I agreed with you 100%. And then the reason we thought that was because we were going to plant the seed that Spencer wants to be uh, Bravestone. That's and right. Maybe he might have a dream where he is Bravestone. So- starts us off with an exciting action sequence maybe, but no, no dream sequence, no flashback, nothing of the sort. Nope. We just dive straight into it. And it's an action movie, by the way. Well, an action adventure comedy movie. And it doesn't start off with an action scene. No, it doesn't. It starts off Matty D style. Like, <laughs> we're actually setting up the characters before any action happens for the about one 20 time, minutes. The one time that it starts off that way is when we decide to go against the grain. Damn. Sometimes yeah. you've got to go against formula, especially with uh, work of art like Jumanji. Yeah, absolutely. Now, this is going to be a debatable point. So, you might oh, disagree there's heaps with of this. those. So, so, we said that Spencer wants to be Bravestone to impress Martha, but it becomes more about himself. Now, I said yeah. that's something we got wrong because it's never really about impressing Martha. It's about him wanting to be the macho dude. Yeah. Well, Would you count that as something wrong? Because they do play with it. They do, um, they do yeah. play with that point. And I, I don't think we I, I quite think hit the nail on the I point. I think I covered that as well as stuff that we got right. So I think okay. we, we had. So I think we actually kind of had it wrong in some aspects, but in some yeah. aspects we got it right. Well, if, so. if I have a point for it to being wrong and you have a point for it for being correct, I think that's fair because I don't think we hit the nail on the head with that particular no. idea, that theme. So we basically floated the theory that he essentially couldn't get it up because he just saw himself more as small to Braveheart than he did 
Spencer, and so he just wanted to return to the game to get the feeling of being Smolder Braveheart. Now, that's technically correct. That is definitely something mm. that's on his mind, and he's kind of scared to face his friends as himself in yeah. the actual movie. But it's... So we're on the right track. So what did you feel was wrong about that assessment, well, though? I thought what we were saying was it was about his relationship with Martha. Yeah. Like, he felt he wasn't a man well, enough that, for Martha. That is technically the truth I, as well. A little bit, but he does kind of say... You know, it was about me. I wanted to be like Bravestone again. I wanted to feel like that again. Yeah. So that's why I think we weren't quite on the right track. If this was one of our original episodes, I'd give us half a point. But Yeah, maybe. I would say it's incorrect. Okay, fair enough. Next point. We know that Colin Hanks was in the movie because we saw him in the cast that's list. Right. So we debated where he would be in the movie. And we we st- thought it would be a cameo. We decided it was a cameo. Now, we thought he was just going to be a neighbor that yep. would discuss the game with Spencer. No. <laughs> well, he technically is still Spencer's neighbour, but he, he doesn't. He do, they don't have that discussion. I mean, you could give a point for him still being Spencer's neighbour. Well, I don't, but still. But no, he never has a conversation with Spencer. His presence in the movie is more than a cameo. I mean, Colin yeah. Hanks, the actor, isn't. But he, He's actually in the movie more than he was in the first yeah, movie. The, the character. I mean, we don't see Colin Hanks running around, but we see his avatar in the computer yeah. game a lot. But so. I mean, we physically see Colin Hanks, the actor, more in this movie than we did yeah, in the first movie. That's it's true. It's got way more scenes and dialogue. That's true. I guess the only thing you could say is, instead of saying Spencer went to his house, Bethany did, but it wasn't at the start and it wasn't yeah. a cameo. So we got that wrong. And they also didn't have a conversation. It was just all no. sort of teasing yes, future stuff exactly. in the, in the so, game. So we got that wrong. Next point. It is not the school break. Or it might be, but they certainly aren't in high school. Well, it's a college break. I'm they're, giving they're us a point up, that that's wrong. <laughs> they're wrapping up college. Well, they're not in high school, so that's why that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But it is technically the college break, yep. and they're wrapping up for Christmas. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But they're not on some high school break where they're all meeting together. Yeah. No, it's not we thought case. it was in between the school year. Yeah, because we thought they were high school yeah, students. Yeah, that's right. Next, we thought that Grandpa DeVito, Eddie is his character name, was babysitting the 20-something-year-old Spencer. (laughs) No. That is not the case. We talked about maybe Spencer being a little bit too old to be babysat, but we decided, oh, no, maybe it's just, you know, yeah, he's very much too old to be babysat. I think Eddie in the actual movie just wanted to share a room with Spencer just because I guess he had a spare well, bed in there and he wanted to bond with him a little. He had he was resting an injury, right? He yeah, was, that's right. He was at the he house because he was resting an injury. Because we actually settled that. We discussed this and then we said, oh, no, maybe the grandpa is coming over for Christmas. Maybe that's true. why he's there. Which is true. Well, Spencer's coming back for Christmas, but the grandpa seems to be hurt and he's being looked after yeah. by the mother. So yeah. either way, we, we weren't quite there on that point. Maybe I'm being a but little bit too cruel. he is there for the Christmas season. He is there, yes, but... Not for that reason. So we thought there would be a scene when they're in the plane, and we saw this in the original movie where they discuss uh, who is that character name? The guy that Nigel. Gives them- yeah, Nigel discusses their their briefing, their mission. We thought the plane would glitch out and they would you know they would fall, fall out. Yeah. Now that would be cool. Yeah, it would be. But it did not happen. It doesn't happen. Uh, they're not trying to get to a snow-capped mountain. I mean, well, they our- are eventually. They are. Yes, they do get to a snow-capped mountain. But we thought they were that was going to be their prerogative. Yep. So they they were trying to get to this mountain. Not really the case. They're trying to find an individual who has a medallion. That's correct. Which we did not predict. We thought in this plot, we we discussed that they were going to have to save Seaplane from the bad guy. We thought that was going to be the overall mission. Yeah. Not the case. Seaplane is in the movie. And we see a scene where Seaplane is walking into a fortress. So we're like, yeah, surrounded that's by guards. it. That's it. He's going to be a prisoner. No, he's just infiltrating it like the rest of them. Yep. Seaplane is never the MacGuffin. He's never in any real danger. Now- here comes the big one. Okay. We predicted that Spencer would be the bad guy avatar. We yep. thought we were really clever. We thought this yeah. was going to be- And we be- both had that thought going in too, independently. So, yeah, we thought 
we had this strong theory that Spencer was going to be the bad guy. The whole story of the movie was going to be him coming overcoming his own insecurities. Yeah. Um, it would make a real danger to the character, to the bad guy, because the bad guy is being played by a real person rather than a you know NPC. Yeah, that's right. So we were like, oh, this this could be really cool. This could be really different. It really sells the message of the movie. Nope, it does not happen. And when you think about it, it doesn't really make much sense to happen. I think it would have been a cool plot point, though. I think it would have been I was really gunning for that to actually happen in the movie. I was actually kind of disappointed that it didn't happen. Yeah. Because it would be something different. It would be something new. Well, we kind of talked about how it could happen. We thought that the bad guy avatar that he is embodying starts to corrupt him personally. Yeah, that's right. I don't know how you could make that work, but- Maybe if he sincerely thought he was doing the right thing as the bad guy avatar and then realized the error of his ways and then they yeah. all say Jumanji and then we all go home happy. Yeah. That could have worked. Yeah, I guess so. Either way, no. It was the guy from Game of Thrones, the yeah. hound, yelling at people. The Yarp guy from uh, Hot Fuzz. <laughs> I love him though. He's great and everything. Now we talked about where we see a young Bravestone. We saw in the credits that there yeah, was somebody right. who played a this young Bravestone. This pissed me off, by the way. Because <laughs> he's not in the movie, There's right? There's no young Smolder Bravestone in the movie <laughs> at all. There's a mustache Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yes, there is. He plays his own dad. But there's no young Smolder Bravestone, leading me to believe that they probably just cut him out I, of the movie. They probably did. They probably did. Now, we ummed and ahmed about where that would fit in. Because it we, didn't make any sense. We thought there might be a flashback. I was really persistent on the fact that maybe it was going to be a flashback that would glitch out. And then the character would be in the real world. <laughs> I don't know why. That well, never I also happened. posed the idea that Spencer the villain would be a magician and he turns. <laughs> uh, that's my next point. My next point. Is, into a you, child. You, you were attached to this idea that Spencer was going to play. You you wanted him to be a dictator, but then you thought, oh no, he could be a wizard and yeah. and he could like bring Bravestone. Oh no, you said because we didn't know who the villain was going to be or what he even looked no, like or no. did going into the movie. You actually said that he would turn Bravestone into a child, making him less strong. Yeah, that's right. Which is a cool concept, but uh, like something out of Monkey Island 3 or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that's a that's a uh, reference not a lot of people get, but play that game otherwise. Yeah, no, not the case, not the case at all. We thought even he might be an extra character, like you would be like <laughs> Bravestone and then Mini Bravestone and yeah. like Bethany would be oh, Mini that'd Bravestone. Oh, that would be great. But no no young Bravestone at all. We just got a mustache rock. So we were wrong on there. The promotional material led us down the wrong path. That's right. Now, we thought there would be a joke. I think you were pretty strong on this. We thought there would be a joke about skipping the cutscene. There yeah. isn't a joke no, about skipping a cutscene. It's just a lamer joke about, is this a cutscene? Yeah, That's exactly. all it was. Next thing we got wrong, Milo. We thought he would- Milo Walker. We thought he was going to think he was dead the entire time. He does initially- but not really through the whole plot of the movie. Now, do you no. agree with that or... Yeah, oh, well, de- actually, that's a debatable point yeah, as well. Yeah, I, I had the... Well, we initially thought that they would think they were dead, which is correct. True. Yep, it is true. But I don't know if we really thought he thought he was dead the whole time, specifically Milo. Uh, I don't really remember us making that point. We did mention it, so... I but think that's what we in said. In actuality, he does choose the game over death because Milo in the actual movie is terminally ill and then decides he's going to live in the game permanently as a horse so that makes, of dying. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Like, Does he have any family that's like concerned that he's just gone now? I guess we got to assume no. I guess we got to assume no, but... He just had nothing left and was just waiting to die. The game only exists because they're playing it, right? Yeah. No, it it still exists if no one's playing it. So Jefferson Seaplane in the first movie was in the game for 20 years. I guess so. Because no other characters were in there to play it. And then Robin Williams was living in Jumanji. Correct. I know these aren't attached. Well, they are. They've actually confirmed that they are attached. Okay, well, yeah. But... um, I guess that makes sense. Okay, so, so the he, board game transformed into a video game. Right. So, so it's I, the same universe. Yeah. So I just thought maybe that when they turned off the console, like 
It's just like, bye Milo. But I guess that makes sense. He gets to be a no. horse for the rest of his life. That's right. A horse that can fly. Yeah. But like bat wings. A horse nonetheless. I think I would... It would annoy me not to speak, but maybe that fat, fit in with the character. Maybe Yeah, exactly. Anyway. He gets to live a new life. Whatever. But we got that wrong. So, so we thought there would be, due to our theory about the game glitching... God, we made some wrong theories. Yeah. We thought that other genres of uh, like other genres of games would start to yeah, somehow interject through this game, Jumanji. So we thought we'd see Spaceman, Cowboys, and what are we doing? That would be here? cool. What are we doing? Are we writing a better movie? Are we writing a more exciting movie? Yeah, because we might be. That did not happen. No, it did not, sir. Because there was no glitching in this game. Maybe it's something they're going to do that in the next one. They will. They're definitely going to do that in the next one. Guarantee they will. Now, the old men aren't seedy to Ruby Roundhouse. Thank no. God. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank God. Thank God. That's something I'm glad we got wrong. Now, we had a lot of speculation about about what Aquafina would be in this game. Oh, yeah. Now, we said what that- What a great decision we landed on. Now, we thought maybe she'd be an NPC. We thought that maybe she would be the love interest. Of Spencer. surrogate love interest for Spencer to yes. cause some drama. We maybe she'd she be would a be princess. a bad guy. Yes, but we landed on the <laughs> She was a princess. Yes. So, yes. We thought she was going to be the princess that they had to save along with Seaplane. Yep. Yeah, no, exactly. No, no, Now, I know you have a lot of opinions about Aquafina's presence in the movie. I personally like what she did. Oh, no, she was fine. Oh, good. I thought you didn't like her. Uh, I, I was a little bit confused as to why she suddenly became more Jewish <laughs> when she was playing Spencer. <laughs> Because Spencer doesn't go around going like, Oi, vey, what am I sugar? But <laughs> what was that as about? As soon as like Spencer's inside her body, he becomes a hundred times more Jewish than he ever was before. <laughs> oh, well. I, I enjoyed her, but no. And by the way, she does the same voice for Danny DeVito and Spencer, yes. which is kind of lame. Just a slightly older one. Yeah. Oh, well, they are related, so, yeah, you know, maybe maybe that was a choice. Maybe that was a choice, but no, Aquafina was not a princess that they had to save. So we get to the point in our plot where they save the princess and they save Spencer and the big reveal is that Spencer is the bad guy. No, 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 no. no. There is no boulder chase. Not really. Not really. Because you actually say, you'll probably go into it. Yeah, I will. Then I'll leave it for you to discuss it. But we did say a boulder chase. I'm going to count it as something we got wrong. There's no Indiana Jones-esque boulder chase in the movie. And why not? Because this movie really calls for it. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. It's something they haven't done that's like the obvious thing to do. Now, we thought there would be a scene in which Bravestone, who is Grandpa, who is Eddie at this stage, would give advice to Spencer. This is something that I pitched. Yeah. And it would be a nice moment that we'd all tear up because it's Spencer's hero, you know, in hero in the the person he idolizes, but it's actually his grandpa giving him these words of wisdom. So, he idolizes Bravestone, but Bravestone is speaking to him through his grandfather or the other way around. Yes. His grandfather is speaking to him through Bravestone. Yeah. And so, it would mean a lot to Spencer, Mm. I suppose. Doesn't happen at all in the movie. doesn't happen at all. Now, we thought that there would be a big thing in this movie that Spencer doesn't listen to his grandfather. Not really. No, not Um, really. He he has a good relationship, reasonably good relationship with his grandfather. He listens to him. He he humors him a little bit. Um, Yeah, that's right. It's the grandfather that seems to have all the problems, old Eddie, but he doesn't brush him off. He doesn't be like, go away, grandpa. You're not cool. I don't want to share my room with you. No. No such thing. Now, here we go. Ready for this one. Now, we thought that the two, well, we'll call them older men because that's how they played in the movie. Yep. Milo and Eddie were going to be resourceful and smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's probably the worst prediction we had aside we, from Spencer being the bad guy. We thought that all the kids, as in Spencer and Fridge and Bethany and I can't remember the- Martha. Martha. 
We thought that they're all going to underestimate the old guys because they're not hip with technology and they're old, but they were going to bring this real world experience, real world resourcefulness, and they were going to learn to respect them after all of this. <laughs> they were so incompetent. Yes. They were they were just the butt of a joke. They had no idea where they were. They had no idea how to do anything that caused more harm than good. They didn't learn anything. They learned the, nothing. The they weren't even the aware that they were in a video game. So, no, <laughs> that was wrong. That brings me to my next point that they don't learn any lessons or they don't learn the lessons that we thought they would. They don't learn to respect their elders. No, nope, um, I nope, guess nope. I guess Spencer learns to be more secure with himself. But yeah, I suppose so. There is no kiss between Spencer and Martha or at least not a dramatic one. No, that's right. Because we thought there would be... The, in the last movie, there wasn't a moment that they kissed as themselves. They kissed as the avatars. That's and that right. was for a comedic effect. But we thought that they would do it as themselves. As we thought the, there'd be a big romantic scene where they sweep each other off their feet. No. Now there plant is, a big kissy yeah. on the lips. Now, you'll no. probably go into it. There is a kiss, but I it's will, not yeah. done as like a, a you know, big dramatic end of the you know embrace. No. End of the movie embrace. Now, we thought they would set up for a sequel. Mm. This is debatable to me because it oh, kind of no, just- Oh, no, they definitely are. They definitely are. They're uh, introducing new main characters for the sequel, and they're setting up a conflict for the sequel as well. Oh, are they? Yeah. But does it have anything to do with ostriches running around oh, yes. the cityscape? Okay, well, then I'm wrong. So, was that everything? That was everything. There we go. Actually, that wasn't as bad as I thought we were going to be. I think it was still pretty bad. That's still pretty bad. The thing is, is that we didn't talk a lot about this plot, and we don't seem to do that when we work together. We just yeah, like riff ideas. Ramble on a lot, and then we decide on what the plot's going to be after fighting between ourselves for ages. Yeah, that's right. So, what we actually said was not a lot, but that is the stuff we decided on that did not happen in the movie. All right. So, how many incorrect statements did we make overall, if you tally it up? 25. 25. All right. Now, this is the real thing. Now, will we get more right than we got wrong, or is it going to be a case of so many things wrong and a few things right? Let's find out right now as I dive into everything we got right. Now, first of all, one thing that we said straight away is that they'll repeat the Ruby Roundhouse dance fighting joke in this movie. Ding. And they do 100%, so I counted that. Yep. And we thought that the movie would start with Spencer. Here we go. Go with me here. We thought the movie would start with Spencer fantasizing about being Smolder Bravestone again. Now, there was no dream sequence where that happened, but it is technically correct because that's all he seems to be able to think about. So he's trying to stack toothpaste in the supermarket and then he's lying awake in bed in the middle of the night and he finally goes... Bravestone <laughs> and goes and jumps into the game. So he's clearly got Bravestone being Bravestone on his mind. Yes. I mean, that is a stretch. We could just say that he's not happy with his life right now. Yeah, but why does he want to be Bravestone? True. So it's technically correct. Now, we said that Spencer thinks that the only reason that Martha likes him is because he was Bravestone. Now, that's true. It's not true that she thinks that, but he does think that. Right. So they broke up because he didn't feel competent as Spencer, as we've already discussed. So that's technically correct. Yep. We said that this obsession will drive Spencer to rebuild the Jumanji game. That's correct. It is. And over time, Spencer will learn to love himself by the end of the movie. That is correct too. Yep. He does learn that lesson. We said that Spencer is sharing a bedroom with his grandfather, Eddie. That's correct again. We knew that from the trailer. And we decided that Eddie is visiting for Christmas. I know we debated that Spencer is visiting for Christmas, but technically Eddie is there for the Christmas period. He is. And so I'm counting that as correct. Mm -hmm. And we thought that Milo... Has always known Eddie. They're childhood true. friends, but that's true. I mean, they were work. They were partners. Yeah. Well, we don't actually know if they were childhood friends, but we could presume they were. Mm. We said that Spencer is successful at rebuilding the game console, but he we is. thought that would happen before the opening titles. Now he is successful, so I'm giving some point there. But it doesn't happen before the opening titles. The movie opens with the opening titles. We said that Spencer's friends haven't seen him for a while. That's true. 
None of them have seen him for a while. And we also said that Spencer, this was kind of a joke, but we still said it. We said that Spencer isn't responding to their calls and messages. That absolutely is the case as well. It's a big plot point. Yes, it is. And we also thought, well done us, that Martha and Spencer have broken up slash they're on a break. That's absolutely the truth as well. We pulled that out of nowhere. And we thought that the reason that they had this breakup, this break, is that Spencer told Martha that he doesn't feel confident around her anymore, which is true. It is. That's something they bring up in the movie. We said that Spencer's friends will show up to his house to find him, and there they'll meet Grandpa Eddie and Milo, that's true. And Spencer's friends will go down into the basement to discover that Spencer has been sucked back into the Jumanji game. Again, true. We said that there'll be a discussion between the friends before they go back into the Jumanji game if it's the right thing to do. That's 100% the case. So far, this is all stuff in the trailer. Basically, yeah, but we still called it correctly in the movie. Yeah, fair enough. And then we said that the friends will get zapped back into the game without selecting their characters. From the trailer, but it's still true. We said that Eddie and Milo would get sucked in too, but we won't see this on screen. Again, 100% correct. Yeah, that did actually happen. We didn't see it on screen. And next, we'll see the characters tumble into the jungle. Again, in the trailer, but still true. We were really grasping at like anything that we could like 100% concretely say from the trailer. Yes. And it is in Jumanji, which is true. And it is a video game, which is yes. true. We need all the help we can get. So we thought that they'd quickly realize that they're in the wrong avatars, again from the trailer, so it's true. And then we'll be reintroduced into the world of the game again. Which is again, true. True. We thought that Martha and Fridge will have to explain to Eddie and Milo how the game works. That happens constantly throughout the movies. Uh, now, just to make it easier for everyone, I'm going to refer to the characters as their video game character names, just so we know specifically who they're talking about, because they jump from body to body, so it gets a bit confusing. So this is something from the trailer as well. We thought that it looks like Mouse is going to be eaten by a hippopotamus, but then he isn't in the long run. That's true. That does happen. And then that Shelly, who is Fridge, gets eaten by a giant snake while explaining how their lives work. That's again true. You thought it was a crocodile for a second, but well, I did correct <laughs> you to it being a snake. And then we said that the characters at first believe the game's story will be exactly the same, but will soon learn that they're on the next level. Again, 100% correct. We also thought, interestingly enough, that the characters would look around for Bethany, but she can't be found. That does happen at this stage in the movie. And that Nigel will pick them up in a plane rather than a jeep and explain that they're on the next level with a new quest. Again, absolutely true. It's almost like we got it straight from the trailer. We thought that Shelley would get a brand new map. He does. And that there's a video game cutscene revealing that Bravestone and the villain have a history. That is 100% true. We didn't even see that in the trailer. No. We've already discussed this point slightly with your rundown of what we got wrong, but we thought that the characters would need to get to the top of a snow-capped mountain. Now, they do at one point in the movie, so it's technically correct. It's not their destination necessarily, but it's where the bad guy is that they're tracking. That's correct. And we said that the snow-capped mountain would have a compound on top. That's true. Something we saw in the trailer. And we said that Nigel flies the characters to a desert and drops them off. That does happen. 100% correct. Now, we said very briefly that the characters will fight ostriches in the desert. That's true. Well, they don't fight them. They run away from them. Well, I count it as fighting it because Smolder Bravestone punches an ostrich in the (laughs) face. So that's technically fighting them. All right. Now, this is a very loose, correct point. So you're definitely going to have to follow what I'm trying to say. Let's go with it. We thought that Spencer wouldn't be in the avatar that they expect him to be. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. But the, the avatar they expect him to be in is Bravestone. That's correct. So if he's in anything other than Bravestone... We were correct. And we were correct. Because we said, oh, it, it makes sense. Because this is before we brought up the fact that Spencer would be the villain. So we said, oh, we think that Spencer's going to be in one of the characters' bodies, but he's actually in someone unexpected. Yes. Which is technically the truth. Uh, well, when they get into the game, they're like, well, where is Spencer? Well, he's in this game somewhere. Yeah, that's right. But they don't know who and they don't know where. That's correct. So I guess, I guess... But when they well, when they see Aquafina for the first time, they don't think it's Spencer at first. So 
No, but uh, Martha identifies it as Spencer pretty early on. Pretty early on. She she does something really Spencer. But they don't expect a new character to be in the game. They don't expect a new playable character. Yeah, okay. So yeah, you've got to give us this one. You've got All to right. give us this one. Now, we thought that the villain will be a dictator-type character wielding a sword and wearing armor. That's true. Uh, is he a dictator? He seems like a just a barbarian warlord. Well, he controls an army, so I guess that's as close <laughs> as you can get to being a dictator. <laughs> He's a leader. He's a dictator. Okay. Yeah. But he is wearing armor and wielding a sword, so that was the main point there. And we thought that the villain would be stronger than Bravestone. That's true. He is. Because Bravestone is constantly throughout the movie shown. Anytime he punches somebody, they go flying. And this villain is the only character he can punch and it doesn't affect him at all. Unless he has the Jumanji berry on him. That's correct. How did we miss the horse on the poster? Something we said at the start of the episode was that we looked at the poster and the horse is very prominent on the poster Yet none of us thought to include the horse at all in the plot or theorise that one of the characters would be the horse. Yeah, I, I don't know. Isn't that know. crazy? Yeah, that is. It's just stupidity on our behalf, To I be suppose. honest, I don't think I did look at the poster that deeply. I think I saw yeah. it and was just like, yeah, I looked at the poster. Yeah, I glanced at it. But like, if you look at it now, it's so obvious that like the horse is like front and centre on the poster. and we just, we, we just didn't consider that at all. Now, we said that the movie will be peppered with challenges and action scenes. Well, duh, but it's correct. <laughs> And that the movie will recycle a lot of the same jokes, but with slight variations. Ding, yep. ding, 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 hundred percent correct there. Now we've talked about this already, but we said that the two old men will automatically think that they're dead, which is true, and that the two old men will mispronounce things and not understand anything that's going on, which is the main joke of the movie. If you love old people jokes and like forgetting things and not understanding and having to repeat yourself to old people jokes, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the movie for you. And I can move now, and I look so good now. Yeah, exactly. Now, here we go. We said that due to the game glitching, a stampede will appear out of thin air. Now, that may sound incorrect, but at the end of the movie, when the the furnace repairman is fiddling with the game, the game glitches out and causes a stampede of ostriches to appear in the real world. Yes, that does happen. So, that's happen. technically correct. Because we didn't Do- specify when or where this would happen. Does the game glitch out, though, or...? Yes. Right. Because we've never seen before... Well, it happened in the first Jumanji it movie, did. but we've never seen in these two Jumanji movies... Things from the video game appear in the real world. That's never happened before. So it's got to be some sort of glitch or issue with the game that they have to solve in the next movie. Uh Now, we said that as the characters head towards the mountains, they'll come across a section with rotating rope bridges that we saw in the trailer. That's true. Did. And then the characters will be attacked by baboons. Now, in the actual movie, they're mandrills, which are often confused with baboons. Well, that's what they say in the movie. While they're crossing these bridges, which is true. And that the characters will have to scale the mountain, the like icy snow-capped mountain, which is true because they literally scale it with climbing equipment. So there we go. Now, we thought as well that the characters would end up in the fortress's dungeon. That's true because some of them do. Yeah, they did. And we said, now this is a very generous point on my behalf here. We argued the point that Aquafina may or may not be the villain before eventually deciding she's definitely not the villain, which in the end was true. So wait, you're giving us a point because you're saying Aquafina's not a villain? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like I said, we need all the help we can get. Now, we also said that Van Pelt oh, wouldn't appear in the movie at all. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> we said, oh, Van Pelt isn't going to okay, be in this movie. Okay, hold on a sec. And this that's is, true. This is just all This is all off the cuff stuff we're saying right yeah, now. That that's you're right. just like, okay, right, all right. I'm saying, I'm counting everything that we said <sighs> that was true. We said Van Pelt, Jesus. We did say that Van Pelt wouldn't appear in the movie, and that's true. I mean, we knew that, but it still counts. All right, what what else? What other bullshit point do you have? Well, we said that a heavy mass of rock... (laughs) There'll be a heavy mass of rock that the characters will have to dodge. 
Right, yes, I knew you were going to say this. I knew you were going to say this. And now in the movie, yep. Mouse gets crushed by a falling rock. <laughs> he does. And then I said in the original episode, will I give myself a point for that in the future? Yes, I will. <laughs> I'm going well to. Well deserved, sir. Because a, a heavy mass of rock does I'm not. I'm not fighting that. That's true. <laughs> we said that the two old men are more capable than they're giving credit for. Now, I know you said that's something we got wrong, but... At moments, there are points where they do surprise the characters. When? When do they do that? There's a bit when Eddie, as Aquafina's character, the I think her name was oh some racist name, is like Ling Lightfoot or something like that. <laughs> yes. She like he does like a flip and lands on top of the cage instead of like falling down into where the hyenas were inside the villain's I don't lair. That. So she's trying to break into a safe to get the berry. Uh, and the safe turns out to be empty, but like she's sort of hanging from like a, a light fixture or a rope or something. And this is Eddie in the body. And then he falls from the rope and looks like he's going to fall into the high end, but he sort of does like a flip, sort of lands on top of the safe. And then he goes, ah, bet you didn't think your old man could do that. Uh, yeah, but I guess like, how is that because Eddie's doing it? What What's he bringing to the, mm-hmm. to the character then? Because it's not his resourcefulness. And I don't think... No offense to Vito. I'm just trying to think of anything that Milo might have done to uh, surprise (laughs) the characters. I might have to deduct a point for this one as well. Well, That was the the only moment I could think of was when he sort of landed competently on top of the safe. No, I I do agree with you because they do say that they put Grandpa Eddie in that character, in Aquafina's, the Aquafina avatar, because I, I think they're trying to suggest that he's more cunning or like more of a shyster or something i don't yeah, know maybe but they seem to think that he would be better at that character but what does he do in that character that proves that other than uh, that flip which that character can do anyway unlocks a box which <laughs> the character can do anyway yeah i'm gonna have to remove a point for this one good 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 argument there <laughs> so i'm removing two is, points is milo all. useful as a horse i guess so mm-hmm. oh actually the two old people i'm gonna give the point back the two right. old people save the day at the end they do Okay, they it's do. It's all on them. Yep, yep. So Fair they enough. successfully capture the jewel as uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson throws it, Smolder Bravestone throws it. Yep. They don't they, know what they're doing. Yeah, but- they fly up and then they eventually say Jumanji. They eventually work that out and they ultimately save the day. So technically they surprise everybody by saving the day at the end. By luck and absolute coincidence. Yeah. Sure. There we go. Now we said that the two old men will enjoy feeling young again. Oh boy, uh. do they. That's a constant thing in the movie. We said that the characters will return safely to the real world, which they do, but minus Milo, he's, he's in the game forever now. We said that Spencer and Martha will have a kiss in the real world. Now, there's no on-the-lips kissy, but Spencer does give Martha a chase kiss on the cheek when he walks into Nora's. I thought it was Nora's. a kiss on the lips. No, it was on the cheek. He comes oh. in and goes, on the cheek. And I was just like, oh, there's the kiss. There we <laughs> I'll go. I'll count it. Now, speaking of, did you notice that Nora's was owned by Nora from the original Jumanji movie? Oh, I didn't put that together. You're right. So, the actress was the same actress and everything. She's playing the same character Ah. who was named Nora, who was the aunt of the two kids in the first movie. Cool. So, she's the same person. Ah, that's awesome. So, that's one of the things that confirms that it's in the same universe. Nice. Now, we said that the movie will be set up for a sequel. Now, you argued that this wasn't the case, but I think it's absolutely the case that they're setting up for a sequel because they're setting up conflict and they're setting up new characters. What new characters? So there was the furnace guy, the furnace uh, repair man. Oh, he's like a he's a he's a famous actor. Yeah, he's guy. right. He was the guy who played the hacker from Bloodshot, and he was the was his name Coach in um, New Girl, or was no? That was a different actor. Yeah, he was he was in New Girl, but he wasn't Coach. Yeah, that's right. He was. 
Oh, man. What was his name? Spencer or something. Winston. Winston was his name. There you go. So, yeah, he's a known actor. So, why would they be putting him in there if he wasn't going to do something eventually? Unless it was just a cameo. But I don't think so. I thought it was just a cameo. No, I don't think so. I think it's them definitely setting up for a sequel. Also, Dwayne The Rock Johnson said while they were making the movie that they were setting up things for a sequel. Okay. He said this on Twitter. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But the last point I have here is that we thought the movie would be successful. Matty D said it wasn't going to be hugely successful, but it was hugely successful. As I said earlier, one of the top 10 highest grossing sequels of 2019. Well done, Jumanji. But we did predict the movie would be successful and not yes, bomb. So that we counts. did say that. Now, here's a, a little point that may redeem us. This may redeem us for an extra point here. Mm-hmm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson on Twitter said that the villain of the movie is not an NPC. He says it's an avatar which is revealed in the movie when he touches, he smashes the fruit on the villain's chest and then his stats pop up, which doesn't happen with typical NPCs. You know what? I thought that. I was like, that was really unusual that he has stats. I originally just thought it was a joke, like a gag, yeah. just to show me too, me too. But his, his weakness is, was the fruit. His stat board is, it has a different visual to the others. The others yeah. have like this computer-esque version of it and he has like this old school scroll so it's Dwayne Johnson said that he will appear in the next movie the person playing him will appear in the next movie so does that technically no. make us right about no. him in a loose way no it doesn't because they never said that in the movie well Dwayne Johnson said that outside the movie sure he did say that outside the movie but though. it was there any evidence in the movie that suggests that's the just case just the stats just the stat board is what they said revealed that. I think that's enough. I mean, if there was a sequel and it and it shows that, then maybe, but like there's no- We're going to have to give ourselves a point in the future, maybe. Maybe. But for maybe. the time being, no. But that's just like one of those things. If it's not in the movie, then it's 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 not- Well, it it's technically not, is with the stat board because they've said that NPCs don't have stat boards, but this guy did. Have they actually said that though? They haven't specifically said it, but yeah. it's just something that happened in I the mean, movie it's as a, a nod of, and a wink. It's a lot of inferring, and I didn't pick that up when I watched the movie, so I don't No, like think, I said, neither did I. So I don't think that's a thing. And and you can't just go outside the movie and say, oh, by the way, he's actually an avatar, because you didn't say that in the movie. That wasn't a reveal. Well, yeah. But why would Dwayne Johnson say that if it wasn't true? Because I love my rock, but he's selling movies. I guess he's so. He's selling a sequel. He's like, well, you know that guy? You know that guy? You're going to see him in this next movie, so pay okay. me money. There we go. So, if you tally up all of those things that we got correct, that gives us a surprising total of 55 points. It's ridiculous. Look at this. We <laughs> didn't do anywhere nearly as badly as we thought we were going to. This is this is a bad reflection of how Was this I went. being generous? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. You said that you were being needlessly cruel, so... Well, I thought I was, but there you go. So, I guess this wasn't our worst prediction after <laughs> this all. This was a terrible look how, prediction. Look how good we were. I didn't even realise, like... Kieran, come on. <laughs> look, look at me in the face and say that this is an honest reflection of how we went. I can't do that. <laughs> Sorry, do we, do we want to give a point because we said that there would be characters in this movie? We didn't uh, say that. We said that they'd we be played by actors, so that's a point, we right? Technically Let's say add that. those as well. Yeah, if we'd said that, I would have counted we it. We said that it was going to be called Jumanji Next Level. I think that's a, that's a point, right? <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, why not? Right. Damage is done. I let's think, let's I just think throw a point because the I bad guy was an avatar because it doesn't matter Even if you point. took away 10 of those points, it's still higher than, what was it, 25? Yeah. So I still think we had technically more right than we got wrong. Look. So I think we had the bare bones of the pot, but <laughs> you, we just didn't get the twist. You say that all the time, but I don't know. I think, I, look, I think what happened is we, we took what happened in the trailer and called that accurately. Correct. When we went on on a limb and tried to predict what might happen in the movie detail-wise, we did not we go We got well. some stuff right. We, we did. did. We did get some stuff. We got the Spencer stuff right. A lot of big stuff we did get wrong, though. Mm. 
So, yeah. All right. So, I guess people out there can really judge how we actually did with the movie if you think about what we both said. But right now, I want to know, Matty D, what are your thoughts on Jumanji 2, the next level? Oh, not good. <laughs> not good, you say? Uh, it was all right. It was, it was enjoyable, but it was very much like the same movie. It was the it same movie. It very much movie. was, wasn't it? I remember something you said last time, because I liked the, origi- the other Jumanji movie. Yeah, it was fun. It was and a fun movie. You said you didn't like how they did the jokes and the jokes pandered to... Yeah. The I audience. said that was like Disney Channel live action or Nickelodeon live action level jokes. And I'm of the same opinion yeah. of this movie too, was, by the way. There was a joke where they press Mouse's chest and his stats pop up and he's in a desert and it says his weakness is sand, sun and something No, else. that's not Mouse. Oh, that's... Uh, that's sorry, Shelly. Yeah, that's anyway. Shelly. Yeah, it's Shelly. So his weaknesses are sand, sun, and whatever, and they're in a desert. And, and I, heat, yeah, and heat. That's right. Sorry. And I laughed at that joke. I was like, "That's a funny joke." And then Shelley, as Fridge and Shelley's body was just like, "Oh no, my weaknesses are sand, heat, and sun." And we're in a desert. And we're in a desert. And he just kept explaining the joke like five yes. times. And he's like, "Where would we do that? We're in a desert." I was like, "Oh god!" So, and then you ruined it. Your voice in my head popped up, <laughs> just like saying, "Those jokes are Nickelodeon jokes." Yes. I was like, "Oh geez, Kieran is right." Look, it was fun, but I found it very boring and tedious. Well, you did watch it a lot of times. How many times have you seen the movie now? Probably only more, two, right? More than three. I, more than well, three. Well, I watched it. I watched it for myself. My housemate was watching it, and I sat in on it. Right. And then I watched it for a hundredth episode, and I watched it for this show. So about okay. three. There you go. So you've seen it three times. I could understand yeah. why you'd be getting tired of I it. I don't want to be critical of Dwayne because I love The Rock, so I don't want to, you know, pour dirt on his work. But yeah. did you think it was better or worse than the first movie? I thought it was worse. Okay, fair enough. Because this first one was original, you know. Yeah. Well, I've got to say, while I didn't love the movie, I can't really hate it. There's nothing in the movie offensive enough to hate. They really sort of dialed back the stereotypes as well, except with the exception of the two old men, which, by the way, I'll get to them in a second. But yeah, I found it was more of the same, and I enjoyed the first movie enough to give this one a pass, I suppose. Sure. But the one thing that really got to me, as I've already mentioned, is that the whole movie was literally just the same jokes over and over and over and over again. And not just they that. got to the point where it became boring. Yeah, and not just that, but also the same plot points as well. Like, yeah, exactly. Follow the same formula as the, the original movie, its predecessor. They did the, is this a game? Joke so many times oh. that by about the fourth or fifth or maybe even the sixth time, I was like, please stop. <laughs> stop. Tell you what I liked about it, though. Be a little bit positive. I loved Aquafina in this movie. Yeah, she she surprised me. She's, I think she stole it. And I also loved Dwayne being Danny DeVito, which I knew I'd go in liking. So. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff was good. Now, i tell you what I really did enjoy, though, was any time that Smolder Bravestone would, like, punch somebody, as I mentioned already, any time he would punch somebody, they'd go flying. And it made me think, like, what if you did a Dwayne movie, like a Dwayne The Rock Johnson action movie? Yes. Where he's going around, like, getting into fist fights, and it suddenly turns into, like, Yakuza-style action or That'd something like that. Where just they don't explain it at all in the movie. They don't give a reason for it all. But just any time he punches somebody, they just go flying like a rag doll, <laughs> or like he kicks somebody, and you know they just go. So way just off real into life, distance. right? Just, just yeah, him I guess getting so. in fights in real life. But it's just an extremely unrealistic fight movie. But that would just be so fun. That would be awesome. Could you imagine that? And like they it- just don't address it at all. He's just like he's just that strong. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah, he's one punch man. He's just like yeah, exactly. It's really violent, gory as well. Can I say something else about this movie? There was a point in the movie where. Fridge and Bethany switch characters. Yeah, that's right. Which was one of the most entertaining parts of the movie. And I wanted to see yeah, that more was of fun. that. I wanted to see people in different bodies doing different things. But they just kind of forced it to be everyone is the same character. And I yeah, that's don't right. get it. So why is, why does Spencer have to be Bravestone? Why yeah, does Bethany have to be- not Bethany. Why does Martha have to be Ruby Roundhouse? 
because that's what they were in the first movie. That, People it, don't like change, buddy, oh, do. But like, you could have done something with that. And I know they did a little bit with Milo and uh, Eddie being Bravestone and Mouse, but I wanted to see more of that. Yeah. I wanted to see what happens if Bethany was Bravestone. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be cool. You could develop her character more. So what you're saying is they should have just tried harder with this movie and, and not just done a carbon copy of the original movie. I think that's ultimately what we're saying at the yes. end of the day. Yes. So it could have been a better movie if they just tried more. If they worked the glitch angle into it, that would have been interesting. That'd be cool. If they just tried more stuff. The thing about that first movie, not the first Jumanji, but you know, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, is that they took the concept of the original Jumanji movie and then threw in a whole bunch of new stuff. They threw in familiar stuff that we liked and then everything else was new and fun. But then just to do the same thing again in the sequel with very little variation, yeah, it's going to get old fast. So if they're going to do a third one, if this teased Dwayne The Rock Johnson teased sequel is going to happen, they're going to have to change it up a lot to make for a decent movie. Or it'll just be the same thing again. Exactly. But yeah, I think this is a movie that really hurt us that we analysed it. I mean, I yeah. think looking at a trailer, giving yourself expectations, guessing what might happen really hurts this kind of movie. That's right. This is a movie you just got to go in and just be like, yeah, We should have just dialed it back. Have a few drinks or, you know, take the family oh, to yes, the please. movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's this kind of movie. And I think the fact that we overthought it really yeah. hurt us watching it. Yeah. I think other people liked this movie and had a good time, but we were just like sitting there with our arms folded being like, there's no glitches in this game. This is a retro to the same one for a Jumanji movie, which is ridiculous. But yeah. you know, I think that's what hurt it for us. Yeah, we were expecting Saw-style <laughs> plot twists all the way through it. Yeah. And I don't know why. I guess we just, we just, it's just our show now. We're just like, we have to call the twist. Spencer is the bad guy. Oh my God, it's genius. Speaking of Saw, if you people haven't seen Spiral yet and haven't listened to our episode, please do. I do encourage you because, oh boy, oh boy, did we call that (laughs) movie. Can I just say something about Jumanji again? You didn't, you didn't give me a little kudos for saying that Bethany might be a horse. I don't remember you saying that at all. I did say that. I don't remember that at all. I said we were talking about where Bethany would fit in the movie and I was like, maybe she's the horse as a joke. If you can show me that bit, I'll believe you, but uh, I don't remember that bit at all. Otherwise, you know me, I would have put it in there with the stuff that we got (laughs) correct. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised. But, uh, you know, if you're listening at home and and you hear me say that, send it to Kieran (laughs) because I definitely will be digging it up. Please do. Yes, that was Jumanji, the next level. All right. The last level, but... Let's wrap it up for another week. But before we do, let's talk about what movie we're going to be predicting the plot of next week. We're finally going back to the Pixar well for the third time. And next week, we're exploring a movie that I have no idea about at all. I've never even seen a trailer or a poster, so I only know the name. So next week, we're predicting the plot of Pixar's Luca. Any idea what this movie is about at all, Matty D? No, but I'm going to go home, do my homework, get all luca up, <laughs> and come back and predict this plot. I think it's about mermaids or sea monsters. <laughs> That's what I think it's about. Great. I could be completely wrong. I'm salt. But that sounds great. That's my theory. So anyway, if you haven't heard of Pixar's Luca, go out. The, I think the trailer's just been released, so go out and check that out. And if you have any ideas of what you think is going to happen in the movie plot-wise, you can send us a prediction at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Or you could just simply leave us a really long comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. You can do all those things. So yeah, until we come back next week for Pixar's Luca. We gotta go because I hear some drum beats in the background. You hear the drums echo in the night? And I think we need to go down to the basement or the attic or one of those places because I think there's a computer, there's a a computer game playing up. So I think we gotta check that out. That's just every week. Boobs. Touch my boobs and I will murder you. Too late. It was literally the first thing I did. Ew, 